everyone, and welcome to Once Upon an Upside on the Hallmarkies podcast, where we talk about the adorable Up TV movies that premiere each month. You know who we are. You've been with us before, but I'm Carrie, and I have my good friend Cammie with me tonight. Hey, Cammie. Hey, Carrie. Hey, everybody. Glad to be back. It's fun to be back talking Up movies. I think Up TV has been on a roll this year. They- yeah. Don't you think like there's been such good movies that they've premiered lately? Yeah, especially this batch that we're that we're going to talk about. I uh, I I was a little too into these that more more than I should have been, you know. <laughs> than you typically are well i think it's fun so what we're doing is cammy and i are, are finishing up some may movies um that premiered uh this past month and then we're heading into june groom which is up tv's awesome theme of for the month june groom i, I love, love it. it i love it <laughs> so, me too someone's creative over there i think someone's really gotten into these um great titles for for the month so yeah the themes Yes, that's what I mean, the themes. Well, okay, let's start then. Let's get on with these three movies that we're gonna recap and start with Love Under the Lemon Tree. Love Under the Lemon Tree stars Madison Bullock and Anthony Coons, who were both new to me, by the way. Oh yeah, all of these people were new to me. Yeah, so I, they're so fun. So let me read the recap here for Love Under the Lemon Tree. When travel photographer Beck decides to enter a photography competition, she heads to sunny Serenity Island. Staying at the town's charming lemon tree farm, Beck meets a gruff but handsome owner, Joshua, and the pair strike a deal. That is Love Under the Lemon Tree. Was that the movie you watched, Cammie? That was actually the movie I watched. This yes. is good. This is really good. <laughs> good Thank start. God. <laughs> Sometimes the descriptions are not what the movie is about. This one, this one is. <laughs> Yay! <laughs> well, what was your overall impression of Love Under the Lemon Tree Cam? So I I know that this is not the uh the focal point of the movie, but I really loved a lot of the little stuff. Oh, like what? That for instance, when she get when Beck gets laid off, mm -hmm. and then Susan, her roommate, yeah. comes and hugs her, and she's like, "Oh, I, I got paint on you. So I don't care. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I don't care. Just keep keep, keep yeah. hugging me. I need it." <laughs> and then, okay, dropping a coin into the fountain, and it splashes the guy in the eye. I've never seen that meet cute before. <laughs> that was cute. <laughs> That was adorable. You're that right. Was, that was adorable. So I I guess the one thing that it's kind of funny to me is there are all of these ways of making money and it never occurs to anyone to do any of this stuff before Beck comes along. <laughs> but it's Beck. She has so many good ideas on how they can make money and part of that whole thing with this people who own the farm is that they are kind of like stuck in their ways yeah like nothing none of this occurred to them before like selling lemonade selling <laughs> selling paintings yeah, yeah i mean like come on people you gotta Renting tell them do it 
renting out the cabins for sure. But I know I understand his thought. Like it'll take more money to get the cabins ready to oh, rent out. You know, like I understood that, but so funny. I mean, she just <laughs> she had all the ideas. I also loved, I also loved the first lemon tree. Great grandpa planted it. Grandpa proposed under it. Parents were married under it. Yes. And they have their first kiss under it. Yes. So it's very cute. That was a really, really charming aspect of it. So first of all, for me, I was like lemon tree farm. Yes, please. Like, can you imagine how good that place smelled? Oh, I, you, yeah, you got me there. Oh <laughs> my gosh. That place probably was so fragrant and so beautiful. Oh. And it really did show some really beautiful kind of like aspects of the farm and stuff. But um, I, I do have to say there was a lot going on in this movie, like new twists and turns added to the movie, like when it was almost done, even like he said, oh, I wanted to be a pilot. And then almost as the movie's over, they get in a plane and he like, you know, takes her on this like airplane ride. And, and I thought, this is a lot of effort for one little blip of like screen time, you know, it's a lot of, um, what, what's the word I'm looking for? It's a lot of storyline and backstory to introduce so far into the movie. Yeah. And that's, that's one thing that I, there was so much dialogue in this movie, so much like explaining past and present and future things. Like they just like kind of walked and talked the whole movie. Like not, not much happened, I guess. It's true. Uh, talked a lot. Um, so what did you think of, what did you think of the whole storyline that, you know, she gets fired from her job and then she goes on this little social media quest. You know, she enters this photography competition mm -hmm. and goes, on this quest and like just is getting millions or maybe not millions but thousands thousands of <laughs> thousands thousands of likes on her pictures and stuff so much so is this social media kind of arc is this getting tired are you getting tired of it or is it still kind of fresh and fun to you i i didn't mind the social media take on it except when Catherine posts the picture of the two of them yes and says love under the lemon tree and it's getting thousands upon thousands of likes and then all of a sudden Josh is okay with social media like all of a sudden I mean, why because it's positive is that is that why I know now he was he was totally a curmudgeon about social media you know he got burned, I guess someone befriended him and like used, used their- Well, his father, his father almost lost his farm because, because of a scam on social media. Yeah. So they, they totally distrust it, but they really like Beck. So when she comes into town on her little journey, you know, self-discovery and, and stuff to win the competition, she has to stay at this lemon tree farm because the hotel is, the hotel's out of commission. Had a plumbing problem. Plumbing problems. And everyone's so apologetic about these cabins on the farm, which I thought were so cute. I know. I mean, they weren't grandiose, but they were 
they did the trick. They were cute. They, they filled her needs. They were fine. I thought. Yeah. I thought they were cute. So now uh, one thing, one thing that I really did like is, you know, how it's usually the big climax of the story in this case with the social media. Yeah. When, when he found out he was going to get angry and I was just waiting for the social media blow up, but he didn't get mad at her. He, he didn't get mad when she said that she had already posted a picture or two because once again, it was positive. You know, it, it yes. got him a couple of bookings with the, with the cabins. Yes. But, but still the fact that he handled it like an adult, yes. you know, he said, oh, you're proving me wrong. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Right. This is okay. I guess it's okay. So, but. I, but when, when they're sitting together on the blanket at night mm-hmm. and she almost kisses him yeah. and then, I mean, literally is reaching up and then backs off the phone rings <laughs> because of the phone. I, I mean, I still don't understand how, you know, they're completely alone. It's not like somebody's walking past or anything, but you know, whatever. Um, well, for but, someone who doesn't like technology and the phones, everyone glued to their phone. I would almost have liked that scene better if he threw his phone like over his shoulder, like, see, this is why I don't like these things. And like, didn't answer the phone. Anyway. This is her anyway. Like, do that. I want to see that. But I did like the line, that is why I love these things so much. But dang it, I almost kissed her. You know? <laughs> yeah. There were some, there were some cute lines. There definitely were, you know, where she, he comes to her cabin and invites her to the family picnic in the lemon grove. And mm-hmm. he's like, come on, let's go. And she's like, oh, well, give me a minute to change. And he says, why? You look beautiful. Like, or something he like, and she's in these sweats and these grubby clothes. And right. Oh, that was cute. Yeah. And the whole lemons and limes thing. Yes. Because, you know, when, when he is on the phone at the fountain at the very beginning and he's on the phone with his dad and he says, well, tell Alice, I love her. And, you know, she's kind of backing off because she thinks that Alice is his wife or his girlfriend. No it's a niece yeah that's what that's what I thought it was a niece or so but it turned out to be his daughter but the whole lemons and limes thing mm-hmm. you know it if you say lemons and limes you are absolutely bound to tell the truth you cannot back out mm-hmm. and I I thought that was I thought that was a cute way to to get the truth out of somebody yeah lemons and limes I I did like that. And I liked how they kind of weaved that through their, their budding relationship. You know, at yeah. first I thought their chemistry was a little slow, a little dry, a little forced, but there were a few key moments where I thought, you know, you genuinely can see her falling in love with him, but the, also the island. And like, I can believe a future together here. Yeah. Which, you know, she, like you said, the blankets and the constellations that they were joking around with, you know, yeah. naming the constellations and just the, she really had his best interest at heart. You know, I know that was in question at the end, but right. um, he did it. Like you said, he did a good job being an adult about the misunderstanding. And then he's like running after her totally. Okay. 
can we talk about the he, he can we talk about the running after her yeah. holy moly i didn't even take any notes about it because i was so glued to the screen yeah. I, I was like oh 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 he's running after her. i i could not help but think of the uh sign seal delivered line oh. but we're supposed to we're, we're supposed to run after you yes like in the movies. Yeah. <laughs> well, I thought of a movie. There was um, a Persuasion on um, BBC had a remake of Persuasion a couple years ago. There was a huge running scene where she just is like, doesn't care what people think about her. She is running through the streets trying to get to Captain Wentworth. And um, it feels a little awkward, but you also feel the tension of their desperation. You know, they're yeah. desperate to reach this person before they lose contact with them. And, um, you know, he had a phone, she had a phone, but the running worked for me. I liked, I liked the, the running run. works. <laughs> and, and it, like you said, it showed the desperation. It yeah. showed the need to get to her, which yeah. you can't, I, didn't, didn't, didn't he try her phone and it didn't work? I or, don't remember. Okay. Maybe, maybe I was wrong. Well, this man ran all over the island. All, all over the island. Yeah. All over the island. <laughs> he ends up back home, just kind of walking through his lemon grove. And what does he see? <gasps> her luggage. Her <laughs> luggage right at the tree, that precious little tree. And he says, you're here. And she said, yeah, somehow I ended up here. And that was cute. <laughs> it was adorable. It was adorable. Yeah really really adorable well any other last thoughts on on this movie love under the lemon tree cammy um catherine rose yes or no you know what catherine rose the big social media influencer that beck mm -hmm. liked so much ends up coming to the island because of beck's posts yeah ends up we realized that her, she's really not doing well career-wise. And so she's going to kind of take this story out from under Beck. Yeah, she, she's going to get the, she's going to get the pictures from the island that she wants. And then she's going to enter the competition. Yeah. Based on these stories. You know, I, sometimes with a character like that, I either want them to go full-fledged 100% villain or don't even have that side of the story anyway. Like she just was, she could have been just an, uh, an inspiration, you know, but they tried to make her both the villain and the redeemed villain. And I was mm -hmm. like, too much, it's too much going on with her. I thought too much in too short a time. Yeah. Cause they brought her in a little yeah. late. So little. I think, I think if she had been there from the very beginning, that could have somehow worked. I, I don't know exactly how that would have worked, but, uh, you yeah. know, maybe she just had heard about Serenity Island. And so they both ended up there I, or if she had come a little sooner because of Beck's posts, I don't know exactly, but just yeah. if it had been established a little bit sooner, yeah, it so may have I mean, been, it may I, have been a little easier. I totally agree because it was really rushed that her character's development and fall and redemption yeah. was so rushed. Um, she ends up pulling out of the competition because she sees the error of her ways. And yeah, which is a big 180, you know? <laughs> big 180. 
and I think she invests in the lemon tree farm, if I'm not wrong. She, I believe Duchess, you're right. Right? She invests in the lemon tree farm. And so it was kind of part of the that saving of the farm. But yeah, what did, I don't know. It, it was a lot. It was a lot. It was a lot. I don't, I don't think that she was bad for the story. Yeah. Because she did help move the plot along, but it was very interesting that she was the means of the drama and the resolve. (laughs) And, you know, I was just like, wow, that's, that's that's a lot. (laughs) She was everything. And really quickly too. So these side characters of dad, who's Matthew, June, his kind of love interest. Oh, and those the, two are precious. Those, they were so precious. I wanted to see way more of their story. I know. Oh, well. And then his daughter, she's cute. Yeah, she was cute, but not like a main part of the story necessarily. No, no, we didn't even meet her until beginning middle. Yeah, yeah. So, you know, they, they chose to focus on certain things in this movie that maybe I, I didn't know that they were going to lean so heavily into a certain aspect of a story. And, yeah. but um, I don't know, it kind of, kind of worked for me. What would be your overall rating of Love Under the Lemon Tree? Oh, I never think ahead of these like I should. <laughs> um, I'm, I'm going to give it, I'm going to give it a seven. Okay. Okay, yeah. that's fair. Now I gave it a six only okay. because, and I don't mean that to be like a low six. I mean it to be kind of a higher, you know, kind of higher six, but I'm like, there was, there were a lot of things here. I think the chemistry ended up happening for me at the end of this movie. Mm-hmm. And um, I ended up liking the resolve of the, of the um, farm and her career and stuff. But again, it was so rushed at the end. Yeah. That made it made the beginning very slow to me. Very, very slow. But anyway. That yeah, I would definitely say that that is that that is true. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that is Love Under the Lemon Tree. Catch that rerun on Up TV if you guys want to um, see it. But We'd like to take a second from this episode of the podcast to celebrate our sponsor of this episode, and that is the Hallmarkies Patreon. Do you love Hallmarkies podcast? Do you want an inside scoop into what happens on the podcast? Do you want early access to episodes and loads of cool perks? Now is the time to become a patron of Hallmarkies podcast. By becoming a patron, you get to access our patron Facebook group. You can request episodes or even be a guest on the podcast. And most importantly, any patron can join our monthly movie watch-alongs with stars like Paul Campbell, Natalie Hall, and more. It's as low as $2 a month to join in and become a special part of the Hallmarkies family. Please consider, and we will love you forever. Go to patreon.com slash hallmarkies. That's patreon.com slash hallmarkies. To Harmony in Paradise. Harmony in Paradise stars Liliana Tandon and Tony Mena. This um, brief description is Amelia, a respected wildlife journalist, is tasked with covering baby manatees in Puerto Rico about to be released into the wild. When she meets a handsome conservationist, 
who helps her discover all the treasures that the island has to offer. You're gonna get me singing. <laughs> Puerto Rico, you lovely island. <laughs> oh, I love it. I love it. Puerto Rico. She was so cute. Like this um, respected wildlife journalist. The irony here with her is that she had never, ever left the States. Never, ever. Yeah, she knew her her. stuff, but I wow i don't know it yeah. was all research i all don't know research. how she got that good at every topic <laughs> she was she was a good writer i guess but the funny thing about her was that she said um you know when they were like oh we want you to go to puerto rico she said i don't even have a passport <laughs> i know you're a wildlife journalist <laughs> She's what? Like, I, I can't go. I don't even have a passport. And they're like, you don't need a passport actually to go to Puerto Rico. So uh, no excuses there. So Tammy, what did you think of Harmony in Paradise? This one, I, I don't, I didn't quite know what to think. It was, it was pleasant. It was very nice to watch. It had a lot of great side stories and it had a great uh, main plot. I don't I don't know I didn't I didn't know really what to think of it but I will tell you one thing the underwater photography yes. whoa yes. baby well let's let's focus on that because one thing I do think this movie did really really well and I've got to be I've got to come clean with you I'm a fan of this movie I liked it ah. I definitely liked it but I thought one thing this destination movie did really well is that they really showed us Puerto Rico. They really yeah. tried. The aerial shots were gorgeous of the uh -huh. island. The underwater, you know, ecological landscape was really highlighted. Um, the food, they talked about the food and prepared like a Puerto Rican dish. The yeah. dancing, remember when he took her dancing and oh, he- Oh, I remember dancing? the dancing. <laughs> I remember the dancing. <laughs> but I mean, and they the people looked Puerto Rican. They you know you they had you you experienced the culture. I I totally thought that they did a great job with this destination. They the, did. They did. So oh, um, takes her out in Mosquito Bay in a rowboat yes. with the brightest bioluminescent bay in the world. <laughs> yes, it was so beautiful and the way that they talked about um the manatees and the, and conserving them and releasing them back into the wild and um i thought yeah i feel like this really does reflect the heart of puerto rico i mean it, it is it has this wildlife and it has this this conservationalist um values and so i i thought they knocked it out of the park as far as the destination goes you know yeah you know um when i was uh when i was a teenager my aunt lives in Hawaii. And so my mom, my dad, my grandmother, and I, we all went to Hawaii when I was a teenager and I went snorkeling and I thought, I'm not going to see a single thing. I'm just in this tiny little cove. Yeah. Yeah. I put my head underwater and wow, I thought I was at SeaWorld. You know, <laughs> it was, it was amazing. And then when they went snorkeling, yeah. Yeah, I loved how freaked out she was and then how they were totally checking each other out. You know? totally. <laughs> and they're, 
in in their oh. wetsuits. <laughs> he like has this moment that was super spicy for the up tv network is like he unzips his wetsuit and like shows his chest and she like stops and stares it was so funny <laughs> and then he and then don't forget that he freaks her out with oh my gosh what is that you know <laughs> well, okay so this is what i really liked about them is that he was really playful he was he was very he, playful i yes i agree with you 100 percent because someone had to shake that girl up yes holy moly you know? but, but i mean thing, even with her though i thought okay she is straight laced she's a she never left the country she wear she's wearing her fancy clothes and you know on her job in puerto rico and her hair is straight and her makeup you know is very sparse but she was pretty likable actually oh she was dancing around the apartment helped <laughs> <laughs> she had these you could tell it like she had it in her to loosen up and i think puerto rico just loosened her up i mean well it's puerto rico carry of course <laughs> well she did you notice though that like her hair got softer, yeah. her, her dresses got breezier. Like, yeah, it was that. a really good, it was a really good, easy path yeah. that wasn't distracting, mm -mm. but it little by little gradually mm -hmm. gave her that journey. Yeah. But I tell you, I absolutely loved Luis and his wife. Yes. And their son I thought, I mean, for a split second, because I didn't know who either of the stars were. So when I saw Luis taking pictures, I thought that that was the going love to be the, lo the love interest of Fernando. the story. I'm like, oh, that uh, he's he's taking a picture of her. That's cute. And <laughs> then and then he says, my wife's shop. I'm like, oh, never mind. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Unless he's talking about a late wife. Yeah. I, right. But. <laughs> You know, he very well could have been, they could have gone that direction too, but he was just this warm Puerto Rican man who's this artist. He likes photography. He did this beautiful street art that they highlighted at one point. And then his wife is this gorgeous woman and this son. So they were a really fun couple to um, get to know. And don't forget the island fashion. <laughs> exactly. Okay. So what about the, um, it wasn't his Fernando's real aunt, but it was an, a woman who took him in after his parents died. So yeah, she was like his mother, Valeria. Yeah, Valeria. And then hey, Timothy. Good job. Oh, yes. <laughs> and then <laughs> Timothy was, um, you know, they, they kind of co-owned this resort, kind of. Together. Yeah, he helps her run it. I think that he, I would call her the owner, him the yeah. manager. Yeah. Okay. That's, that's a good distinction. They were, they were really sweet together. Um, I just liked the characters. I liked the relational development. I think because of his playfulness, Fernando's playfulness, they actually had really good chemistry. I thought they had chemistry that just kind of shined on screen. I mean, I mean, when she breaks the flower pot yeah. and he says, Oh, Valeria is going to be so upset. It's from the Amazon. Yeah. <laughs> you know, freaking her out. And then Valeria said, Oh, don't worry about it. I ordered it from Amazon. I'll just yeah. get another. I'm like, oh, that dirty, bad, nasty. 
But that was that was the fun thing about him is that and he saw her like he didn't disdain her for being who she was. You know, she's cautious. She's careful. But he really kind of helped bring her out of her shell. And I just thought that was cool. Um, the kind of the the um, what am I trying to say? The kind of the plot where, you know, what am I trying to say? Why am I not? Um, Here, let me let, let me let me help you out. Well, you, you think about it and I will, and yeah, I'll say something you. that I was going to say when he was teaching her to dance, uh -huh. that, that was palpable. Yeah. <laughs> that, that was some very, very palpable romantic tension. I think what I would have liked, cause I mean, yeah, that I'm just going to say it outright. That was hot. That was, up, that was up TV hot. <laughs> that's that that's like my hallmark racy line you know <laughs> and, and this was up tv hot yeah and i i guess i still saw the chemistry between the two of them as the movie went on after that but it dwindled just a tiny bit and i wanted the passion to grow from there yeah. Yeah. you know i that yeah. i really I mean, the last, the last kiss was, was lovely, but this is, this is a movie I really would have loved to see more than one kiss in because, true. because that, that dancing, that was such a good scene. Yeah. You've yeah. got Luis taking the camera from her yeah. saying, Oh, don't worry about it. You two need to be closer. Yeah. <laughs> and then he's teaching her how to dance saying, it's a dance of passion. Yeah. It's a dance of connection. Yeah. It has that close-up of their hands interlacing. It, it was palpable. You could feel it. And then it just felt like it kind of dwindled from there. And I thought, no, 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 no. No, keep the tension tight. Keep yeah. it right there. Well, uh, that's a good point because that was that was kind of like the, the big climax of their passion. And then he... Um, struggles though because he has to tell her you know the manatees aren't ready to be released this is right. why she's here her career depends on this article you know all this stuff and so I, he kind of starts to pull away from her and really starts yeah. to you know avoid her after they had this great night out together and she's kind of weirded out by it so I guess it's part of the story that it dwindles a little bit but you want to see it grow you know I, I would have, I would have liked to see him fight it a little bit more, Yeah, yeah. you know, because obviously he was very into her. I mean, the man cooked for her right? and she dressed up for him uh -huh. and, and he, thought, he had this like, Oh, you look oh, nice. Wow. <laughs> I mean, can we talk about all those candles? Oh. Holy moly. That was <laughs> a lot of candles. That's Jack Thornton and <laughs> when calls the heart candle level, you know? <laughs> Yes, it was. It was. He's like, I think there's some candles in the closet. Did <laughs> you so like them? <laughs> so many. So, okay. So this is what I was going to say though. I thought the whole tension between the two work, you know, his releasing the manatees and her article that needed to be released, you know, that type of thing. I thought that worked actually really well. I, I didn't think they made too big of a deal out of a small thing. Um, even her kind of like the betrayal, she overhears him. Like all of that was really logical to me. Like it was very logical. It was very logical. Yeah. 
and her staying up all night working Mm -hmm. and the fact that she found an angle. I really like how she figured it out and found an angle. Yeah, me too. That, and she, and she helps, you know, she solved it. Everyone's a link in the chain here. You know, it's not just the releasing of the manatees, but it's all of these pieces and all of the people coming together. So um, I thought that was really a great ending as far as it being kind of a scientific movie. I, I didn't feel like that was um, too forced. I actually felt like it was really interesting because it reflected their destination so much. Yeah, it just felt very um, genuine. So I I liked this movie a lot. I guess I, I might rate it a little higher than you, but my rating, I don't know. Do you want to go to ratings now? I mean, you you give me yours first this time. You know, I actually, I actually had it at 8.5. Ooh. I know. I was, I just enjoyed it. I enjoyed them. I thought Puerto Rico was beautiful and, um, and it all kind of made sense to me because there's nothing I, I hate more than an illogical, like we're all mad at each other for illogical reasons. You right. know? So this one, this one really worked for me and um, I thought it was really enjoyable. Well, you will be happy to know that I am also giving it an 8.5. Oh, that's nice. <laughs> <laughs> Good. Tell me your reasons. I mean... There, there were, there were a couple of missing elements, but for the most part, just what you said. And I wasn't, it wasn't one that I was bored watching. I was a little confused about how I should feel at times, but (laughs) it kept, but the movie kept moving. Yes. Yeah. The movie kept moving. The plot kept moving. It, it kept me interested and I, I didn't get bored. And when it was over, I was like, oh that that was good yeah so yeah yeah, and I mean who can say no to all of that Puerto Rican scenery (laughs) Puerto Rico I loved it (laughs) we'd like to take a second and thank our sponsor for this episode of the podcast it's the Hallmarkies merch store are you looking for that perfect gift for the postable hardy or Hallmarkie in your life what about getting that t-shirt or hoodie that will help you stand out at your next holiday party now is the time to check out the Hallmarkies merch store. Full of festive designs by artists like Jessica Miller, Carrie from Hallmark Comics, and more. You can even have more than just shirts, but totes, cell phone cases, notebooks, mugs, and more. And it isn't just Hallmark. We have designs for Anna Green Gables, Man from Snowy River, The Nanny, and more. Every purchase at the merch store goes to help support the podcast and allows us to make the great content you know and love. There are frequent sales, so go to tpublic.com slash stores slash Hallmarkies or see the link in the description. That's tpublic.com slash stores slash Hallmarkies. Oh, that was good. All right, well, let's move on to our last and final movie that we're going to recap together, Our Dream Wedding, starring Rachel Hendricks and James Austin. Here's the synopsis. Commitment shy Natalie tries on her grandma's magical wedding veil and is transported to her future where she and long-term boyfriend Scott are happily married with two beautiful children. Is she finally ready to commit? (laughs) This movie, actually, you said all of the actors in these three movies were new to you. Well, this girl, 
this girl, I was like, what is she from? And, you know, she was in a Hallmark acquisition called Midway to Love a couple years ago. Midway to Love. And it was such a good movie for an acquisition. It was so charming. And you'll have to look it up and see because she... It sounds familiar, but I'm not yeah. placing it. It was better than it should have been, honestly. It was it was really cute. So that's what I recognized her for from. But James Austin was new to me. And looking up at IMDb, they really don't. They're new. They're very yeah, they're new. pretty new to the industry. Very new to the industry. So our dream wedding, Cami, what did you think of this movie? Uh, you're going to have to get a mop and a bucket because I was on the floor this entire time. Okay. I know that our listeners can't see this, but I have hearts over <laughs> my notes. And I kept saying, oh, that scene is so wonderful. I yes. love how they did that. And then my, oh, that scene is so wonderful. <laughs> I love how they, oh, that scene is so wonderful. Uh, it just kept getting better and better and better. I am totally in love with this movie. It was fantastic. It was amazing. It was so well executed. Uh, yeah. Mm -hmm. Oh, just <laughs> some little thoughts from Cammy. Just a couple of thoughts. <laughs> just a couple. Well, I have to tell you, it's this movie, based on the description, um, I did not know what I was going to think of it, and I wasn't super excited about it, but they, it was an not super original concept, but they, it felt original. Watching it, it felt fresh. This peek into the future, you know, this marriage, they're 10 years into marriage and it felt so beautiful how they were like, she was kind of falling in love with him all over again. You know, oh. this man, <laughs> this man that she just, just said no to his first proposal. Yeah. She said, no, they're both doctors. They're, she's needing to focus on her career. He, he proposes to her without even ever talking about marriage with her. And she says, no, I can't. So they break up. He, he's going to pursue a job somewhere else. He's going to Chicago. Chicago. But in the meantime, she tries on this wedding veil from her grandmother. Her grandmother, and her Mimi's wedding veil. Mimi's wedding veil and gets a glimpse and a long-term, very realistic vision into her future. <laughs> okay. Oh my gosh. The life that they portrayed them as having. Yeah. I mean, yes, it was a little idealistic because right. it's television. You're not going to put a horrible home life, but... <laughs> They also made it realistic. Yeah. She said she was exhausted. Yeah. When they're watching the wedding video, she picks up some toys and puts and puts them away before she comes and joins them on the couch. I'm like, huh, yeah. I've never done that. You know, <laughs> and the way that he was interacting with her, that was such been married for 10 years behavior. You know. 
and that's he the had it down. He had it down. And the cool thing about this movie is that we don't see this about all these couples and these stories that we just see the leading up to the kiss, maybe yes! leading up to the proposal or maybe the wedding, but we don't see 10 years down the road. And that's what this movie gave us. Oh my gosh. I mean, and I've never seen so much kissing in an up TV movie before. Holy moly. <laughs> and they were good kissers. They what were good at it. They looked good doing it. <laughs> they looked good doing it. I mean, they had, they had these sweet children. I mean, he was, I wrote in my notes, he said, Scott was so steady, so wonderful. All that you hope your husband and marriage looks like in 10 years. Yes. <laughs> He said, someone who knows you, someone who's faithfully built a life with you, celebrates that life and is happy with you. I mean, he was Prince Charming. He was perfect. <laughs> he was perfect. He did all of these surprises for her. He did all of these romantic gestures. They had date night every week and they hadn't missed it in 10 years. But he did. He sent her to bed and he helped Emma with their, with right. her school project that she missed out on. And he wasn't stressed about it at all. When he orders the tiramisu. <laughs> oh my gosh. That was so precious. They're even, they're even kind of fighting yeah. at that moment. And that was the other thing is all of the tension, all of the drama was very logical. Yeah. Even though she was just getting a glimpse of life, she understood that. Yeah. She understood that she was getting a glimpse and so she wasn't going to blow it. She even says, I hope I didn't blow any of this. Yeah. But so, but so all of the drama was very logical. Yeah. Very logical. And, uh, and when Scott orders the tiramisu with two spoons <laughs> she said she just said i don't want dessert oh nothing yeah. for me, no no dessert for me please and he goes yeah. two spoons yeah. <laughs> so one thing i did appreciate about him though even though he's like this paragon of husband husband life and a character he did get mad at her at, at one point yeah. you know he is like you know, she was late, I think, to this very important dinner. It was the, her. it was the dinner with, it was the dinner with her sister and her sister's fiance. Yeah. And they, and they wanted, they had been planning the dinner for weeks yeah. and the sister and fiance wanted to ask about their vows yeah. because, uh, because they had written their own vows, Scott and Natalie for their wedding. And so they wanted their advice, but I thought, when he gets angry at her right there outside the restaurant, yeah. I thought that was the catalyst for the whole movie. He says, honey, you put this pressure on yourself. Nobody else does. Yeah. And it was like a light bulb went on in her brain. Yeah. It finally clicked. I'm doing this to myself. Yes. I, I am the reason that all of this is happening. And then in her vow, when they're watching their wedding video, yeah. I promise to never let fear get in the way of my love for you. Yeah. <laughs> I thought I was gonna cry. It was just it was and, so then it, and then after that, you know, you think you can't take any more. And then you hear him say, I promise that in the busyness and routine of everyday life, 
I will find the moments to remind you how special you are to me. And just like, shoot me now. <laughs> I'm gone. I'm gone. <laughs> they totally and, kept their vows. I mean, he, was, oh my gosh, he the, kept his vow 100%. And how about their, how about their reunion after she wakes up from the, the wedding veil thing and they, she goes and finds him. I mean, that was precious. Oh my gosh. I, I, oh, I, 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 I'm getting misty eyed right now in case uh. anybody wants to know. <laughs> oh my gosh. And, and how, and I, I liked, I liked that it wasn't, I couldn't leave. Yeah. I really liked that. It was, I missed my flight. You know me. And yeah. it, I liked that he didn't change his mind. He wasn't giving it up because he still had no guarantee. No, he didn't. And But she came to him and she was happy and she was in it. And it's like, he could tell a difference. He could tell this was real now. She wasn't just regretting that she said no. She was in it now. You well, know? and she was so disheartened yeah. that she missed that she missed him yeah. she missed his plane uh departure time and mm -hmm. so she said just turn off here if you would please to her to her sister and because she was gonna go to their special spot yeah and there he was and there he was and there he was and the okay i i was already dying with the kisses in the movie I mean, the way that he kept kissing her hand and kissing her on the forehead. I was like, yeah. oh my gosh. <laughs> and then that dance in the kitchen. Yes. Holy moly. <laughs> the second dance. The first dance got interrupted, but that was the first time I started putting hearts. I'm like, this is just such a precious scene. <laughs> but then the hearts just didn't stop. You know, and then that second. That yeah. second dance in the kitchen, they're washing dishes together, something that, you know, every parent knows. Yeah. <laughs> and, and then they just start dancing together uh, and then play something more romantic. And, you know, her hands are wet and, and she acknowledges that. And then still, uh, he still takes her hand. And then that kiss, yeah. that kiss. And then fast forward, to when he says, Natalie, wait, and he gets up off the swing and then he just kisses her. <laughs> I was like, oh my gosh, someone get me a fan and an oxygen tank ASAP. <laughs> well, but I yes, that kiss, in that kiss, he found his answer. Yeah. You know, because she can talk until she's blue in the face, yeah. but he wasn't quite convinced yeah. until he kissed her and she gave her, him every ounce of her oh. strength back. And then I love that they hugged after yeah. they kissed. Yeah. It, it's, I mean, so many times we end on the kiss and yeah, that's cute and romantic, but there was intimacy yeah. in the fact that they hugged after they kissed. It, you can tell that they've been together a long time and, you know, she was feeling it and yeah. then he was feeling that energy bounce off of her. And, just, and then they ended with their engagement party and I was just crying. <laughs> I, I semi liked this movie, if you couldn't tell. Gushing <laughs> over it. No, I, I think that it was so good and we don't get... 
we don't often get the the passionate kind of romantic married couple you know and you and i you and i have a favorite from um christmas 2020 is um cranberry christmas and that that same kind of yes. like we're married we're we're trying to keep the romance and find new sustainable romance with each other as well like it's that precious history that builds into your relationship but the newness that you feel too and this movie was very similar to me in that way it wasn't you know, it was this flash forward, this magical veil, you know, that kind of gave her a vision. So it wasn't- And I was okay with that. I was okay with the magic. Were you not? Well, I started having some questions like, is grandma crazy? Like, what are we not just like, you know- Oh, come on. You know, when, <laughs> you know, when the magic helps, when I can get into the magic, when there's Christmas, Christmas believe, you know, like, Christmas magic to go with it. So it felt a little like ghost of Christmas future type of thing. Really? Because I thought the fact that it wasn't a Christmas story and they still incorporated a little bit of a magic uh -huh. into it and that Mimi knew what was going on the whole time. The whole time. The yeah, whole time. I, she was there. I love I loved that whole thing. And it it didn't bother me at all, you know. Of yeah. Any any future vision we know is impossible so yeah. all of that is very far-fetched but it doesn't keep us from absolutely loving it and no. yeah I, I love the magic for me well, personally that's kind of fun because it feels a little like a fairy tale then you know when you have yeah. magic and you believe it and uh, yeah that's that is sweet no I I did I loved this movie I loved the depiction of a romantic marriage 10 years in you know striving to be your best for someone, you know, to create a wonderful life together. I, I do think that is romantic and, and that gets overlooked quite a bit in these movies. So I loved that. So, so romantic. So and I mean, when she, when she says, when we were just two kids in medical school, how did you know it would be this way? I didn't know. I, didn't. I just hoped, but I knew there wasn't anyone else I wanted to try it with. Oh, that's a good line. <laughs> oh my goodness. And then when they're at the ceremony, when they're at um, Abby and Brian's mm -hmm. wedding ceremony, how they're both just overcome with love for each other mouthing I love you and she has to do it one more time because she knows that this is the end yeah. so he he does it first she responds and everybody who's listened to me before knows that the fact that I love you too is sometimes spoken bothers me a little bit but it didn't bother me here because it wasn't every time they did yeah. the big emphasizing I love you I love you you know yes. it it was it wasn't all the and the twos did not bother me here no. oddly enough and um and so that but she just has to get that one last i love you in before yeah. she disappears yeah. and oh <laughs> it was such not only was it a fun concept to think of this you know kind of a um forward like future vision but it was really really genuinely romantic this movie and i thought that was so good 
It was genuinely romantic. It was well written. Yeah, it was. I, I mean, because I've seen things like this before and I don't enjoy them nearly as much. Yeah. It, it, a lot of times there's kind of a wink, wink, nudge, nudge. I went forward in time kind of thing. Yes. But not, not here. You know, she no. just says, it, and I love what Mimi said, your mind is going to try to convince you that it was all a dream. Your heart will tell you the truth. Trust uh, your heart. Yeah. Trust yeah. your heart. And then yeah. she gets, you know, she, the, the vision ends and yeah. she doesn't do any winking, nodding. And Mimi in that current state doesn't know. No. You know, she suspects because yeah. she, she tells her that the veil has magic, but it, there's no, there's no winking sparkly yeah. chimes in the background. And now with this new knowledge, Natalie goes and yes. fixes what she broke. Yeah. And there, there was, there was no corniness, even with the fact that there was magic. I, there was not a bit of corniness in this movie for no. me. And it's, oh, it was this genuinely romantic. It was well-written. It was well-executed by was. all of the actors and the director. I just, yeah, it was just a very well-done movie. It was. And I'm looking at these two writers who, um, who wrote this movie because I'm like, they have to have a good, you know, like history of writing. Yeah. And they do. They've written a lot for mostly up TV, but some lifetime, um, Jennifer Edwards and Amy Catherine Taylor. I mean, look, look up the writers and see if there's ones that you've seen before. Um, Cause there, it's fun when you have a movie and the writing stands out. It's yeah. really fun to go back and say, okay, what else have they written? Will I like it? Have I liked it? You know, and a lot of times you see a very consistent taste you know like your taste is very consistent with well with and there are two writers and so that I think I mean I'm a little biased because I am in a writing team with my friend Sarah and we bounce things off of each other mm -hmm. all the time and that is when we come up with our best work yeah. it's not all my idea it's yeah. not all her idea it's a mixture of both and that's where the magic happens yeah. if you'll pardon the pun the and, and that's where the magic of the veil well we've had a lot of magic <laughs> magical veils this year in, in um 2022 but this one a standalone movie our dream wedding was so cute so romantic i would definitely recommend it um cammy what is your overall rating for our dream wedding 9.75 oh yes so high everyone so high well so mine, high i mine is a never nine. go that high you never do <laughs> well not not usually not I lately don't, i yeah. i never i never go that high well, this is uh, almost a perfect 10 for Cammy. So, you know, and if you are romantic listening to us, you will like this movie because Cammy, I think is the most romantic out of all of us. So uh, she, me? <laughs> possibly you. Well, I have a nine, nine out of 10. Again, I think this movie was so well done and it was really fun for a, um, a married couple movie. It was, it was really fun for me. Um, and I like seeing my own life, I guess, on screen. Like, is there romance? I know. <laughs> I like that. 
Not we, that we all felt we 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 both felt very justified. <laughs> I think we did. I think we did. So so fun. Thank you everyone for listening to this recap of these three movies. Go find them on Up TV. Um, Cami, where can people find you on social media? You can find me on Instagram and Twitter at Cami Drama Girl. You can also find me on Deliver Me a Podcast and Hardy's Hotline. Awesome. Well, come over to Instagram and find me at Hallmark Comics. I'd love to interact with you there. And of course, follow Hallmarkies podcast all over social media, where we bring you the upside of um, Up TV and, and so many things based on Hallmark and interviews and all of that fun stuff. Check out our merch store, check out our, our website and all the fun things that um, you can interact with there. Um, Thanks, everyone. We will see you next month for more Once Upon an Upside. So long. Bye.